Welcome to Titan Tech, the Pembroke School's education and technology podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Hall. I'm the K-12 technology integrator for the Pembroke Public Schools, a level one and level two Google certified educator and a podcast enthusiast. In this podcast, we'll introduce you to all the members of the Pembroke community who make this school system great, including students, faculty, staff, and administrators. Let's start the show, shall we? Welcome back. We've got a lot of great stuff to get to today on the show. We've got a new feature called Check This Out. We've got some recent news in the Pembroke Public Schools, a review, and a new feature on virtual reality and augmented reality. So stick around. We've got an action-packed episode today. Welcome back to the show. Today's feature is on virtual reality and augmented reality in the classroom. You've probably heard of the very popular app, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is an example of augmented reality. It became very popular in the summer of 2016 because it used things like the real world and its environment and augmented computer-generated or real-world sensory input into the program. Things such as sound, video, graphics, and GPS data. Augmented reality is different than virtual reality because augmented reality takes the things that are around you and inserts something into it, whether it's sound or picture, and virtual reality completely replaces the world with a simulated one. Augmented reality is used in order to enhance the experienced environments or situations and to offer enriched experiences. So in the example of Pokemon Go, you have the place where you're at, you walk around with your phone and you hold it in your hand, and in front of you, objects from the Pokemon game show up on the screen. So the question obviously is, how do we make this work in a classroom? The short answer is, there are lots of different ways to make this work in a classroom. The first is Google Cardboard. You've probably seen Google Cardboard on TV commercials during the Super Bowl because there was a great ad that showed students working and going into amazing places. Google Cardboard is just exactly what it sounds like. It's a piece of cardboard and it's folded up. You slide your mobile device inside and download the app. Once the teacher has the app downloaded onto the devices, the teacher can control what the students see and how they see it. Students are able to go to all different places, and they do it with the Google Expeditions app. Now, the Google Expeditions app is a virtual reality teaching tool. You can swim with sharks, visit outer space, walk through a museum, and more without even leaving the classroom. There are over 500 expeditions available and even more in development. It's very simple. All you have to do is download the app and use it on any kind of Wi-Fi network. Students are then able to see all sorts of things. You could take a trip through the Louvre, or you could go swim with sharks in the Great Barrier Reef. It's really an incredible experience. Discovery VR is along the same lines. It's, pro- it's produced by the same people that make the Discovery Channel television station, and they offer very similar ideas. Most of them have some sort of extreme aspect to them. They discover different cultures. Uh, there's a, a variety of things that you can look at. One of the Discovery VR projects that I took a look at was a man who had a 2,000-foot-long zip line in Armenia, And going down the zip line, you were actually traveling right with him, and you could spin in 360 degrees and see all of the landscape in Armenia. It was really incredible. Some of the other programming available on Discovery VR includes Sunrise in Cape Town's main square, soaking in the uh, Cape Town ocean sunset, looking at Zulu healing, 
visiting a Buddhist monastery, watching an acrobat defy gravity, and even driving through Hanoi on a commute during rush hour. Really, really powerful stuff. And you're able to see the exact 360-degree view that the person in the video would see. The last of these programs that I'd like to talk about is the New York Times virtual reality setup. They have an app that you can download, and it's available on, in each of the app stores. And you're able to discover stories without limits, as they say. One example is taking the band The National. Now, with The National, you actually get to go on stage with the band and in the studio and see how their process works. You're doing this all in an immersive 360-degree environment. Another story that they have is the land of salt and fire, and it's about Ethiopia's Afar people and how they're adapting to tectonic shifts in their way of life. It's also got really beautiful pictures, sound, and breathtaking, story take, breathtaking stories. Last is the sensations of sound, and deaf scholar Rachel Cobb shares her experience of hearing music for the first time after receiving a cochlear implant. She's able to go through and give you a, an immersive 360-degree experience in this. At times, these experiences are very emotional, in the example of Rachel Cobb and also of the Ethiopian piece, uh, whereas, the, whereas the section with the national is just kind of fun. And that's what virtual reality and augmented reality do. It's a fun way to bring real life into the classroom. It's a lot better than just watching a video on YouTube. It's a lot better than having someone come in and talk about it. You actually get to experience it with your students. So check out these apps. They offer an awful lot of experience for very little outlay as far as cost goes. Check out New York Times. Again, it's the New York Times virtual reality app, the Discovery virtual reality app, and Google Expeditions, along with Google Cardboard. And now for a new feature called Check This Out. The first item I want to have everyone look at on Check This Out is a Google extension called Screencastify, Screen Video Recorder. Now, Screencastify allows you to record and narrate over video or anything that's playing on your screen. Imagine for a second if you were a student who was absent. You missed the lecture, you don't get the notes, your day is ruined. Not with Screencastify. If the teacher turns on the Screencastify screen recorder on their browser, they can go through their regular lesson plan using a PowerPoint or any other multimedia presentation, record the presentation along with their own narration, and the video automatically saves to Google Drive. Now, Screencastify Lite allows for 10-minute video recordings per video, and it allows for 50 videos per month. It also puts the Screencastify watermark there. The premium version allows unlimited recording time of videos, and you can export as an MP4 or a GIF. You can also copy and trim the video within the program, and the price of that is $2 per month. Some school systems have purchased this for students in special education areas. Others are using it to record desktop and browsers or webcam capture. They're also sharing these videos and making tutorials on how to use new products. Some school districts are even using it for professional development. Screencastify is available in the Google Chrome st web store. It's free for the light version. Again, the full version is $2 per month. Definitely worth checking it out, at least trying out the light version. They say that they're the number one screen recorder for Chrome and allows you to capture, edit, and share videos in seconds. I love Screencastify. I suggest everyone go out and give it a try.
And now for a recent news segment. On December 6, 2017, the Pembroke Public Schools had Google Palooza 2. It was our second training on Google Chrome, Google Docs, Google Forms, Google Drive, and Google Classroom. We had teachers from both the middle school and the high school presenting. Foreign language teacher Adam Fernaro presented on Google Forms. Middle school technology teacher Adam Newell did an advanced forms and add-ons. I presented on Google Extensions. Brianna DeCoste presented on Google Docs. Christine Murphy on Google Drive. Elizabeth Emmons on getting creative with Google Slides. Hillary Niffen on going paperless in Classroom and Jessica Walls on the basics of Classroom. We also had Erin Tinker do an in-depth training on Google Calendar for office staff and a session on project-based learning with Kyle Spearin from the middle school. And after these excellent seminars, we received really good feedback. Here's some of it from our teachers. The focus on the practical application of the Google and other technological tools is very useful to teachers. I have observed so much positive talk and no negative feedback regarding Google PD. Thank you. I appreciated the information shared by both presenters. Both sessions were informative and tailored to the needs of the audience. One more. I have enjoyed the Google training. I am using Google Classroom and Google Forms in all my classes. And a final one, could we make everyone's presentation accessible? I know a few of us were talking about wanting to be able to go to more than two of them. Thank you so much for your feedback, Pembroke. We've made all of the Google presentations available, and an email was sent out earlier this week with all of these with all of these in a folder so that you can access them anytime. This was such a great professional development day, and I really hope that we can do another one in the spring. And this last piece, from the EdTech Takeaways from the FETC Conference and Melissa Greenwood's article in Smart Brief. Education and technology leaders recently gathered for the Future of Education Technology Conference in Orlando, Florida. That's the FETC. While the greatest and latest EdTech tools were on display, the reminder that teachers and students, not technology alone, are the drivers of innovation. It's not about the technology. It's about what you do with it. That's what Michael Meachin, principal at Poinciniana High School in Florida, reminded attendees during his keynote. Three of the tech tips from the show include... The free communication tool, Remind, that's helped school officials at Poinciana High School increase attendance rates among at-risk students by 60%, according to Meachin. The school sends students up to three text messages before school. The second is that digital learning specialist Kerry Gallagher and Chief Information Officer Andrew Marcinek highlighted the Go Open District Launch Packet as an essential resource in the open educational resources journey. Gallagher also shared her top OER list for every content area. And lastly, Freddie Padavan, Dean of Innovation at Immaculata LaSalle High School in Miami, Florida, highlighted the following tech tools his program uses to support STEAM learning, 3D Doodler, Onshape, Sketch Nation, and AirBlock. Check out Melissa's article in Smart Brief for more information. That's all the time we have for our show today. I'd like to thank the people at Google Cardboard, Google Expeditions, Discovery VR, New York Times VR, and Melissa Greenwood for their work in the field of educational technology. That's it for Titan Tech. We'll see you next week. Please be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. <music>